0: Welcome to Inspired Artist Podcast with me, Porter Singer. Before we begin, let me remind you to rate the podcast, add a comment. This helps other people find it. I am speaking with Ben Leinbach today, who has produced some amazing music. He is an award-winning, highly prolific, talented composer as well, recording engineer, multi-instrumentalist. He also sings and I had a really great time talking to him and getting to know him. I had only ever known him through his work, so that's always fun. And I think as a musician, singer, I'm always curious and inspired by producers. They're for me, they're like the behind-the-scenes geniuses that uh, the lay people tend not to think about, you know, in listening to music. But they're really they're creating that whole world, and it's an impressive feat. So I was really glad that Ben said yes and was willing to step into the limelight a little bit, as he put it, so that we could have this chat. I also want to briefly mention that in the beginning of the podcast, we're talking about the fires and the air quality up here in Seattle and down where he is in San Francisco. Um, so this was a couple of weeks ago when we were having a lot of air quality concerns. It's not an issue now, but I kept it in because it was fun to listen back. All right, here we go. Where are you now?
1: Uh, we're in, I'm in um, north of San Francisco.
0: Okay, that's right. Mm-hmm was the air. You... Um, I'm near Seattle. Okay. Worst air quality in the world.
1: <laughs> <Is that laughs> no. Are you dealing with that today?
0: Well, you know, thankfully we, we have, we're indoors. So, you know, I'm not having to go out there, but, um, but yeah, we've been indoors for like for, uh, yeah, since Friday. I don't know how many days that is.
1: Yeah. That's quite a few. Yeah. A few. Yeah. Yeah. What's the a q i do you do you go online and see the um
0: like it it was like two eighty hmm. something is that the number we're looking for?
1: yeah, it's getting pretty bad,
0: yeah, like, and really then bad. today I think it's like a hundred and sixty
1: still not great yeah. No. no yeah, I went out for a run yesterday. It was like the most glorious thing. Do you know I hate running, but <laughs> the fact that I was able to like exercise outdoors made it, I was just glorious.
0: I know. I was thinking that too. I also kind of hate running. I I kind of love hate running. Like I sort of love how I feel afterwards, but I, yeah, it's not like enjoyable while you're doing it.
1: Oh yeah. It's that way with all the exercise. You know? <laughs> I don't enjoy it at all, but I really like <laughs> the way I feel afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. But getting back to the newsletter, I was <laughs> talking about that. I mean, I, I was, I was managing like one a year for a while and um, and I'm at maybe two a year now. So it's not like, yeah, I'm not like really on top of it. The thing is though, for a music producer, like if I put, you know, some people say you need to do it monthly so that you stay in people's consciousnesses, consciences. Um, But the thing is that, you know, as a music producer, every month, you're not going to have that much new to share because right. months and months. So doing two a year seems to be a better approach or so, because then I have actually some projects to share, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. And you yeah. have quite a few.
1: Well, that's the thing too, is it, it, it It looks really cool that way when I wait long, because then I got mm-hmm. tons of stuff to share and people are like, damn, <laughs> you're busy, you know? They don't remember when the last time was that they received one from me, right? Right. So they just see like, whoa, like <laughs> scrolling down and down all these projects. I yeah, feel like once a month, month is too say, much
0: to is too much to handle. Like news from well, actually, maybe that's like limit. People who send out more than like once or twice a month, I'm like, it's it's just too much to read. I I, I can't make that commitment to.
1: Well, that's where we all are, right? With, with uh, data, Do you know, the, the, yeah. the incoming data on, on everything. It's, uh, it's insane. Yeah, we're, we're all that way. We're just kind of overloaded with information coming in and, and newsletters and, and news and, and advertisements and all that. It's pretty crazy. You know, right. and even just trying to get people to listen to a complete four-minute song is a challenge. I stumbled upon my YouTube analytics um, when I was just trying to figure out YouTube um, for a song I put out, my latest single. And it said, you know, like the average listening time was one minute and 58 seconds. Wow. So out of all the people, the average, you know, the, generally they listen to half the song. Yeah. And that's only a four minute commitment. So, <laughs> So it's... And I find myself doing that because you scroll on Facebook and everyone has a live music thing going on right now or a recorded music thing. And I do want to check it out, but it's like, you know, I'll do a minute or two on something and then on to the next, you know, it's crazy. So, I mean, the fact that we're still doing music is impressive, you know, that there's enough people out there who seem to be streaming music and and needing to license music and occasionally buying music. So, even with uh, even with the insanity of, of material out there, somehow money seems to keep trickling in.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I was talking with that. I was talking with uh, with Jay Brave about that. Cause he was talking about how like there'll never be you know too many coaches or whatever because there'll always be somebody that wants to you know. And with the same thing, it's like there's so much music yet people seem to listen to it. I mean, there's so many ears. Yeah, I have my hey who's that my little guy this is prem bayon
1: hello sweetie well apparently that's a really good field to get into like if you were looking hey if you were looking for an alternate alternate career is like life coaching
0: yeah
1: becoming the next tony robbins or something i mean (laughs) oh just there's tons of people on facebook now who are like you know certified apparently they have all the answers for you you know whether you want to go jump into Nordic ice as one way of attaining enlightenment or, um, you know, whatever. (laughs) It's
0: the next frontier, I think.
1: Yeah. Of uh, the internal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like people people are like, show me how to do this. How do I, how do I like crack this now? You know, like we. Right. Yeah.
1: Or how to just stay somewhat sane these days, you know well yeah so as musicians I think we're helping maybe we should be musicians life coaches
0: yeah. yeah well you know that's what I do <laughs> oh, I, I actually I don't like I don't actually lead anything right now I just sort of like it's just fun for me to be like this is what I've been thinking about today you know um
1: do you do it via a uh, podcast or a blog or a vlog or what are you? Doing?
0: Well, I was working with, um, with this guy who had a program and that was fun. Um, and, and so I had a whole Facebook group and whatever, and I would do live videos and that, and then I upload them to YouTube. Right. Um, but I just, right now it's kind of for fun. Cause I like want to share, you know, kind of what's, what's helped me, um, but, you know, we'll see. That's great. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm throwing I, a blog as a potential thing onto the, on you know, adding that to all of the list of things to do.
0: Yeah. Well. I really did love your new single. Um, oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I did catch that actually and probably listened to more than a minute and 38 seconds of it. <laughs> I think I may have heard the whole thing actually. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> Did you listen to the whole thing wow
0: yeah well you had a you had a music video right
1: yeah that's what i heard too is that uh generally people hear with their eyes so you need to give them something to look at even if mm-hmm. it's works or what have you um so plus i get a lot of people you know writing me saying hey what are the lyrics you know i can't totally make out the lyrics what are the lyrics so i just figured i'd make a lyric video yeah maybe get maybe get the eyeballs to stay on it a little while longer as well as allowing people to really get the lyrics
0: yeah the first um the first music i think i ever heard that i was aware that you had produced um because your name was on the the front of it was um cd
1: uh or or the or the
0: no the actually that wasn't the name of the it was amrita yeah um that's such a gorgeous album.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I really, I really like the, the music on that album.
0: It, it, that's a mysterious side of the of the music industry to me. Is the the promotional? I don't quite understand that. Some of my songs have, you know, have like taken off, and I don't know why. And but I like, I, I have no clue what promotion looks like. Um, so I wouldn't know what good promotion. <laughs> I mean, I know what the effect of it would be, but like, mm-hmm. h- how do you promote a Kirtan album? Do you do you know what that would look like?
1: Well, Amrita came out a while ago, where where I think that record labels were still doing kind of. Uh, there was obviously online promotion at that point, but they had catalogs and and other methods as well. Um, yeah, I guess it's really dependent on your personal. Nowadays, your personal lists, your Facebook fans,
0: mm-hmm.
1: your email lists, your Instagram followers—it um, it, kind of seems to de- really depend on on you and what you're, you're, you're able to do. I mean, you always hope for something going a little bit viral.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's that's kind of what you're—you just hoping that you put something out and and people will start sharing, but. I don't know how old you are, but people of my age they generally don't share. So (laughs) (laughs) after a minute and fifty-eight seconds, like that's nice. (laughs) Hey, great job, Ben.
0: I'll
1: Uh, word it. So, I mean, I get a few few people who are into it, and we'll share it on Facebook and whatnot. But it's a good question: how to how to effectively promote music now? I mean, I, I just you just hope that the you just hope that it finds the right connections. Yeah. You know, like it ends up on a particular Spotify playlist and then bam, uh, Mm um, Krishna Das ends up putting it on his radio station. Um, just hoping that the music is quality enough that it'll find, um, some some more high profile promotional avenues. There's lots of people doing little independent radio programs here and there. And, And, you know, Gary Goldberg and and lots of other people who have radio shows, internet radio shows. But again, it's so hard to do all of that as well as be the creator of the music. Yeah. And all the other things that that we do. So
0: Yeah. I find it also tends to be less interesting for the creator of the music. I think if it were like a passion, then it would probably be seamless and you would just be like, well, this is fun. I'll call this person and call that person. But I yeah. tend to be like, I'd rather write.
1: Exactly. Yeah. One of my, my, actually the idea for my first blog, which I haven't yet done is uh, along the lines of, it's, you know, it's a little challenging the social media thing these days for introverts. Mm. I mean, to be a person. Really?
0: Who, like, like what? it's, it's hard to put yourself out there,
1: Oh On, yeah. Like even, even though
0: it's it's somewhat anonymous, I mean you're not actually like there presenting it, right? You're it's like your it's your cyber personality, but for you it feels like 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 as if you were standing in front of a crowd kind of.
1: You know, I've just been so I've just been kind of used to being a background type of player in the music business and industry. I I'm a drummer primarily. And I took up bass as well. I like being in the back. I don't need the limelight. A little bit of limelight's cool, just a smidge. is good for me, but I don't need a ton of it. I don't need people looking at me a lot. You know, I like being in the back. I like being the the, the mad scientist behind the scene a bit. You know, that's why I like producing. Um, I don't need my face on the album cover, but I like having my name on the back. I like being involved. Being a critical force in, in, in something's creation that's kind of the way i operate so this new mode of having to be me 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 is 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 challenging do you know i mean as a, as a promoter for yourself that's super right. challenging like if i work for apple i could be like hey check out this new iphone this is cool
0: right you should
1: buy this check out the features but now you have to be oh no check me out i'm cool Check out all that I can do. Hire me, and for, that is a su- super challenging dynamic for for me. Just to it's kind of uncomfortable having to just put yourself out there again and again. I mean, that's why I'm doing these interviews. I'm trying to get better at it,
0: right? I like these songs that I've been writing for the past two months. Like it's like they. I don't feel like I wrote them like they just I get this idea and then I just start writing it down and it's like not there's no effort involved but I did feel that way for a long time which is I think one of the reasons why mantra was so exciting so it was like I can write
1: you don't need to come up with lyrics
0: right it's our I mean what a great it's you know it's like having your own lyricist it's fantastic right plus yeah. there's so much variation you can do on like one or two words musically you know it's
1: but yeah, I mean, I have a different experience there. I, I don't necessarily I mean, it is getting easier, but I don't necessarily get the downloads like you're talking huh. about. Um, my approach is really I, I just have to go digging for morsels, you know, and, and then huh. those ideas, beget other ideas and you just get into this. Uh, you can get into a kind of creative frenzy, but it, it's all based on, on little, little sparks of ideas that you mm-hmm. gotta search for. Right. Um, And then once you got something that inspires you, that'll just sort of get the creative process flowing. And, and then you just sort of follow the stream of ideas. And there's a lot of exploration. There's a lot of experimentation. There's a lot of throwing things out. That's what you get comfortable at is just like, nope. (laughs) Um, Occasionally there's something that you put in the archives for a potential usage somewhere else, if it's a bridge that's not quite working of a song or what have you, but generally, yeah. Yeah. I think as an artist, you have to get really good at, uh, just dismissing things.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's part of your job too. When you, when other people come to you with their music is finding the parts that you want to keep and change and right. So you must already kind of have that going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's easier to do it for another artist than it is for yourself, because um, you have to deal with your, when you're doing it for yourself, you have to deal with your delusions of grandeur. <laughs> I wrote this part, this lyric, I think is brilliant. And, and this, this chord change is great. I love it. But, you, you know, you hear it again and again, and you're like, mm, it's, it's not quite working for the whole song. Uh-huh. And um, so it seems easier to be a little bit objective about another person's music. Yeah. And, and, and be able to kind of apply some surgical procedures to that, then to yourself.
0: Do you have like a sounding board that you go to? Or,
1: you know, I, 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 when I get stuck, I ask for um, some creative input. Yeah. I'll ask Jai Utah
0: uh-huh.
1: to give his opinion of things. And it's a little bit of a test market, but it's totally random. There's this woman that I, you know, that I met at my boot camp at at the gym, you know, and Uh we talk about music a lot and she's, she's she's studying um, the same guitar teacher that I take lessons from now and again. So it's a lot of music discussion. For some reason, she's on my list of just like an objective kind of neutral opinion, you know, potential opinion about about music yeah so it's just and then my wife you know i'll I'll play something for her and and see because she has a she has a very different way of listening to music than i do she actually listens to lyrics imagine that like she's all about the story she's all about the lyrics you know and sometimes i'm like but what about the production, babe? Did you hear that cool guitar riff? Did you hear the cool textural, you know, like percussion droney thing? And she's like, I didn't hear it. (laughs) So her whole thing is like, is a totally different perspective, you know? So she goes for, I mean, obviously, hopefully everyone goes for emotional impact of a song, but she'll actually zoom in on the lyrics and want to hear the story right know the artist and the personality or whatever the character that they're portraying. Yeah.
0: That's, so, that's lo- what I listen to. That's what you listen as
1: well. to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sort of more broad. I mean, I, I actually l- l- lyrics I'm starting to listen to them more and more cause I am a music producer and I should. Um, but really I, I kind of take in the whole thing and, and I kind of take in the, the, the vibe and the, the feel and the, the sonic element first, like, whoa, you know, yeah. wow, that's a cool instrument. It's like, wait a second. What is that chord change? Dang. You know, or those four part harmonies, what the heck, what kind of intervals are they using? you know? Yeah. So I, I really kind of take in things as a producer, you know, sort of it, it, a lot of it's just like, dang, that's a good drum groove and check out the real gnarly kind of gritty processing that they put on that drum loop.
0: But, no, I was just thinking, I think, I don't think that I would want a producer to be, like, only listening to lyrics. I mean, that's, like, good on you, you know. Um,
1: yeah, I actually need to pay attention <laughs> a little bit more to lyrics. And, and, yeah. and I am now. I mean, I ended up, it's funny, that I ended up doing uh, music, a lot of music that where the, there was no real critique for the lyrics because there are mantras that are 5,000 years old, you know. Sure. Right. And then there, was, there was some help with pronunciation, which I'm no Sanskrit scholar, but I just from doing it a lot, I hear I, I kind of sort of know what, what is correct and what is incorrect. Right. So, but yeah, but getting back into English and then working on writing songs myself. So, definitely my my focus has, has sort of veered back towards or, or has veered towards lyrics as well, which is important, you know. I'm,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: I, a producer. I should probably have some capacity to help in that regard.
0: Yeah. No, that. but I, I, mean, as I think about it, I think pretty much everyone that I've ever worked with hasn't really noticed the lyrics. Like they're mostly listening to the song. as like a sonic, you know, composition and the lyrics are kind of these sounds just like the guitar sounds. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Cause that's not the way that,
1: that I, that I listen. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, I've never, uh, to be honest, I, 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 never, um, really got poetry. Um, so, and, you know, trying to analyze poetry in, in literature class in high school, it, it was just something that never quite, is was a little too obscure, a little too mm-hmm. medical or what have you. So, um, I wouldn't say that that words are my strength, but it, it is becoming more and more of a focus. As I get more, I mean, not only for the songs that I'm writing, but also there are a lot of artists, there are a lot of world music artists and kirtan artists who are starting to mix things up and Mm -hmm. adding more English back into their music, doing a hybrid thing, maybe English lyrics, Sanskrit, hooks. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. You write a lot of English yourself.
0: I have been, I haven't recorded a lot of it. Um, so I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to embark on that process, but yeah, mostly I had been doing the, the, I mean, we, I was doing Sikh, um, scripture. So it was like Gurmukhi Punjabi,
1: kind of, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: that, but yeah, which was fun. You know, that was, that was fun for, for a while there. And, and I felt like I had some things that I wanted to say, you know,
1: <laughs> totally yeah totally and, and trying to bring that sort of quality to english lyrics is always a challenge like how do we talk about mm. divinity god spirit like universal love whatever you want to call it in english without sounding without throwing new age cliches out there you mm-hmm. know?
0: yeah it, no exactly and and i i kind of i, I kind of got this like like little message a few years ago that was like you know it'd be really cool if if the pop world was was getting similar messaging to the kirtan world you know like why can't we have like a which is what one of the reasons why I do love that that album that you did with uh, Pragnia because to me it sounds like a pop album but right. it's but it's mantra
1: right yeah yeah actually that's that's kind of the That's the model. That's the hybrid that I, I I really like. I mean, I love pop music. And when I say pop music, I I just mean, I'm not talking about what's on top 40 radio. I'm just talking about the, basically the format, the arrangement. Right, right, right. These are concise that you have a sections, B sections, C sections, interludes, breakdowns, instrumental solos, um, intros, outros, ride outs, like those elements, um, I, I just, I love, I love toying with those, you know, that arrangement of, of stuff. I really, when I'm producing, I don't want to lose the listener for a millisecond. That's kind of, that's kind of how I operate. It's really like, and, and, and when you have long tracks and long Kirtan tracks, I mean, you do, you kind of have to, every so, every couple of bars, sort of add in a new element of ear candy or a shift. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I don't know, to me, there's just something super captivating about good pop songs, concise songs that have hooks that have, that are super catchy, that have great grooves. Uh, so that's really where I come from musically. Um, and I'm always trying to s- impose that into, into whatever I'm doing or, you know, in in this case, since i do a lot of kirtan production into the kirtan realm as well so yeah i'm glad you noticed that because that's really what that album is and even i'm working on an album which i utah right now because we've done three or four albums that are sort of really long tracks and and ambient world music hypnotic meditative stuff great for the healing arts for yoga and all this and uh, on this next album I'm trying to figure out what is going to keep me excited about the production process. I don't want to reiterate things that we did already. Uh-huh. Even though people like that. It, you know, there's something that it has to come from a place. The music creation has to come from a place of inspiration and integrity and, and what, what you're feeling. And, when you get cerebral and be like, Oh, okay, maybe I can just recreate what I did. It was a good seller. Let's just uh-huh. take the formulas of what we did before and apply it to a new album. And whenever I try something like that, whenever I try to do a sound alike, essentially like, let's make this album sound like my last album, the results are not good. So you have to dive into the unknown every time and the, and to try to find some freshness. And my approach on this latest project i'm really excited about it and i'm not sure how it's going to work out but so the idea again is taking pop format stuff so let's call them verses and choruses and and bridges and that kind of thing breakdowns abc whatever you want to call but applying that to like 12 minute songs so how can we have how can we create music that has that deep kind of hypnotic meditative element it has not it has enough variation that keeps you engaged but not too much that it's schizophrenic and can we apply the you know pop format from like songs that are usually three and a half minutes and sort of stretch that out over 12 minutes and how would that work so that's 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 kind of the the challenge and and the 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 idea behind this next project with Jai, I'm super excited about it.
0: Cool. Have you guys started?
1: Yeah, we started. Um, there's something called COVID nineteen that sort of <laughs> put a little uh, ch- put a little challenge in in the uh, in terms of doing studio time together. But I've been working on my own on some tracks, and Jai's been working on his own on some tracks, and we've been throwing ideas back and forth. I do have a setup here now where I can have people back in. I got these panels.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Six foot tall. (laughs) I have panels that go around the microphone. And I got one right here that I put around my area. So we can proceed with recording in a somewhat safe manner. And so there's still the possibility of working together in a studio right now. But Jai's been busy. He's been busy working on his Kirtan camps and all that.
0: Yeah, I got his ad. I was... Targeted I,
1: <laughs> again.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it, that's I'm I'm a I'm the target. So
1: <laughs> yeah, right, <back. laughs>
0: the algorithm yeah. works. Right. Um, yeah, my friend uh, Hannah. Do you know Hannah Klausner? She used to go to that like faithfully every summer when it was in person. Uh, she loved it.
1: Maybe I've I've, I've yeah. seen her possibly at there
0: at
1: yeah. I've visited. Used to
0: work for Bhakti Fest.
1: Yeah, I think, um, yes, I remember Hannah from Bhakti Fest. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So I've heard of it and I've been to the location, but I've never actually gone. It sounds like a lot of fun. Well,
1: it's all online now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's trying to figure out how to move their music career online right now. It's pretty wild.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. I think there's a lot of ingenuity I mean, there's a lot of creative stuff happening. And, and I think these, I think these. These large sort of online uh, community based um, events with interviews and music, and I think these are all a great thing. I think people are sort of uh, one of the main things they're desperate for now is community and connection. And Jai's, Jai's, Jai's online kirtan camps have been have been doing great. You know, a lot of enroll, enrollment, a lot of high enrollment. So yeah, it just seems like people need community right?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. We're, we're all, uh, I won't say stuck, but yeah, we're, we don't have a lot of Mama. options of places to go. Mama. Hold on one second. My, my children are fighting.
1: Sure. I've been talking with Jai about getting back in the studio, coming in and, and, and we can, we can still be in our compartments and he can, um, but he could hear what I have and, and come up with some melody ideas and, and record them and, and, let me take it from there.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I look forward to hearing that. I really love his music as well. So.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: Yeah. Loved his sets at, at Bhakti Fest.
1: Oh man, those were so, so fun. Uh, <laughs> I can't even can't even begin to like put it into words how incredible those events have been. The Bhakti Fest set with Jayutal or the Shakti Fest set. Yeah it's just, it seemed to just go to a new level of just bliss and powerful and just beautiful transformational music. And, um, yeah. Those events have, have been kind of consistently some of the highlights yeah. of my year. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's funny that we've actually never met because I think I was, I was there for most of them, but I, I, I remember, I mean, I've definitely heard your name and I, I knew that you were there, but I've never actually met you, which I thought was interesting. But I think you've met my ex-husband because he was on sound.
1: Who was that?
0: Harry who's who was doing the yoga halls. Oh, maybe. Guy with a yeah. turban, hard to yeah. miss.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I mean, I think the problem was is that you insisted on hiring some guy named Clayton Campbell.
0: Oh, for drumming. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't even know you were available. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I am like the shyest person asking musicians to play with me. And so like if one person has said yes, then I'll just keep asking them because I mean, he's a great percussionist, too. But um,
1: here I am on my interviews trying to steal Clayton's gig.
0: I know. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, it won't be for a while anyway, because I don't know when the next time. Oh, I know. We'll be playing live.
1: I was talking with a friend about it. I was just saying, when do you think we can get out and hear some live music again? He said, "Mm, probably 2022. Wow. Seems about right. Seems about right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that. (sighs) Yeah. On the one hand, I'm like, okay, I could see this. I could see this transitioning where we get more comfortable with just existing with it, you know, and, And then I'm also wondering, like, are we just going to be so hypervigilant that we completely change the way that we do everything in perpetuity? (laughs) Yes. I don't know.
1: That is the the big question. Like, will we ever hug again? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Elbow bumping or, or, (laughs) away from each other. Hi, how are you?
0: The only Um, people you get to touch are the ones that you started this with. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah.
1: It's true. And whether uh, we will like go to grocery stores again or we'll just use Instacart or whether,
0: right.
1: um, you know, whether my kids will actually ever socialize again with another human being out in the world. or whether I know.
0: Well, I mean, at least your Discord. children will like have the memory of having done that. I feel like my kids are going to not even know <laughs> that there was a time when, you know, kids played together.
1: oh right i see what you're saying yeah they're so big yeah 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 Yeah. hopefully it won't be that long
0: yeah yeah no i mean back to it we'll see we'll see i feel like humans want to be around humans enough that that we won't go to that extreme but we
1: should i agree absolutely yeah (laughs) i mean i find that with myself when i'm feeling introverted or depressed i find that the you know, you just want to hold up and, and, and be alone, but that's the last thing you should do. You should do the opposite.
0: Right. You
1: need to force yourself out there to interact and connect with other human beings. And, you know, I think the biggest most healing thing that you can experience is connecting with someone else Con- understanding that most of us go through the same stuff mm. and feeling that, uh, the compassion from others and, and, and and feeling that and, and and knowing that you're not alone with whatever kind of suffering you're going through.
0: Yeah. That is one aspect of the the social media. That's, that's been pretty revelatory too, is people sharing that. sort, exactly that sort of stuff um, that you wouldn't necessarily know about them if they weren't, you know, writing about it. Right. Yeah. Right. I think it's interesting, you know, like even when you see, I think when you see someone quote unquote spiritual, like, like Jayu Utal or like even you playing up on a stage, I mean, you guys look so happy and, you know, and, and so I think it's really easy as an audience member to go like, well, their life looks, you know, flawless, you know, they're, they must always be in a state of, you know, pure ecstasy yeah. or, or whatever. And so, I mean, that's another reason why I love doing, you know, this podcast because I like to hear about how human people are. And
1: Absolutely. And that's, to me, that's really what, I, 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 I'm drawn towards people who uh, aspire to be loving and to keep their heart open and to help the world and to be a positive force. Yet at the same time, grapple, with cynicism and the dark side and, and all of, you know, cause to me that's the complete experience. Life is, is all of it. And I think if you want one extreme, you're going to need the other. And I realized that with kids, you know, I, I never felt, I never knew love as deep and as strong until I had kids, but then kids of course bring an insane amount of challenge into your life as well. Um, yeah, you're saying
0: this as my children are ringing the doorbell like 10 million times downstairs, and I'm hoping they're going to stop,
1: <laughs> continue. Right. So to me, if you want one extreme, you're going to have to take the other, you know? And if you shun or deny or try to just gloss over or try to uh, numb yourself to the challenges, uh, that to me, that's just not the ideal path. It's not very healthy, so... It's a challenging life, and you know you keep going back to the whole Buddhist thing about ten thousand joys and ten thousand sorrows, and that's what life is. And you remind yourself of that. the 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 more you can, the quicker you can sort of accept that that is the formula. I think the better you'll be, better off you'll be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I really like that about um, about this period and getting to see people share um, about themselves because you you realize that there are that there is a lot more, um, at least for the people who are willing to to expose themselves in that way, um, that there is a lot more going on than just what we all want to be feeling.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Well, thank you so much, Ben, for, for chatting with me. I really appreciate it, and I really enjoyed getting to know you a little better in your, and seeing your studio in the background.
1: Right, yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, thank you for, for reaching out, and I'm glad I, I um, stole your email from – I harvested your email from me too. Some other artists.
0: Me too. Keep <laughs> me on there. Um, <laughs> do you want to tell people how they can get in touch with you or find out more about what you're doing?
1: Yeah, a new website. Uh, BenLeinbach.com or BenLeinbachmusic.com. Uh, that's B E N L E I N B A C H. And music.
0: that will be in the podcast notes so you can find that.
1: That's great. Yeah. Um, you know, on Spotify, on YouTube, Apple Music, all that stuff. Cool. Facebook. Well,
0: the music that you that you've produced i assume is is on your website so yeah yeah cool so you guys can check that out and see what other um music you've been a part of that your name is not on perhaps i'll i'll put a link to to your newest single remind me what the name of that is
1: oh that's called faith faith okay and, and then I get ready for some profanity though. Cause I, I, you know, I went over the edge and I heard just one too many grim headlines and, and I just had to vent. And,
0: I actually, I have this uh, podcast list is listed as explicit. So that just in case. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you thought I was full of F-bombs.
0: No, no. Like not your particular episode, but just like the whole thing because I don't know who I'll be talking to. And I figured whatever, we'll just be cautious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not live right you edit it before.
0: no it's not but i i don't like to edit it you right. know I, if if i don't need to if if my kids don't interrupt um so so yeah it's, you know i i don't mind people cussing so i just wanted to make it open <laughs> thank you so much have a great day
1: thank you porter yeah all right bye
0: thank you for listening to our podcast inspired artists please remember to subscribe and rate the podcast wherever you're listening it helps other people find it thanks